Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Dollar Collapse, your ringside seat for the global economic crisis. To get the full story, go to dollarcollapse.com. Hi, everybody. It is Thursday, August 11th. And last week, I promised investment advice to go along with all the gloom and doomy predictions. So that's what we'll cover today. But I just wish I had some definitive conclusions for you. But the fact is, this is one of the hardest times ever to be managing money. Usually when one thing is too expensive, some other asset class is cheap. So there's an obvious rotation strategy. But today there are reasons based on history to worry about pretty much everything. So let's start with U.S. equities. They've been going up for six years now and are at levels that, based on the past hundred years of trading history, imply that a bear market is coming and possibly coming soon. I included some charts this time, so refer to them on the page as we talk about them and you'll see what I'm saying. The first chart shows debt to EBITDA, which is a very broad measure of cash flow for the S&P 500 stock market index. This number spiked during the past two recessions, implying that debt got unmanageably high relative to the amount of cash that companies were generating. And today, even though GDP is supposedly growing, that measure is higher than it's ever been before. The implication is that corporate balance sheets are worse than they've ever been, which makes sense given that U.S. companies have been buying back hundreds of billions of dollars of their own stock with borrowed money. So the implication of this is that it can't go on much longer since corporate balance sheets are in historically bad shape already. So we can't expect current trends in terms of companies borrowing money to buy back their shares to continue. The next chart shows the growth rate of wages and corporate profits. When those two things are rising, the economy is growing. And when they're falling, a recession usually ensues. In fact, if you look at the chart, you see that every single time, with only one exception, when they plunge, the economy drops into recession. As you can see from the chart, both stats are once again plunging which implies that 2017 is going to be a tougher year than a lot of people think it's going to be. So can stocks go up in this kind of an environment? History says they can't. So look for corporate share repurchases to dry up and hiring to slow in the coming year, which will kick most of the support out from under the equities bull market. As for what might set off the next bear market, one good candidate is European banks. Um, Here's a chart for Deutsche Bank, which is arguably the biggest, most powerful European bank, but now apparently also one of the most badly run big banks. Its stock price has been plunging for the last couple of years and is now at at kind of crisis levels. You know, the company is, is firing people and cutting back on business lines, but it's still got this derivatives book that dwarfs the entire 
German economy, which means it's still incredibly risky. Let them get into just a little bit of trouble and that will metastasize into, as this chart implies, another Lehman Brothers moment, which might take down the whole global financial system. So as John Hussman of the Hussman Funds Group puts it, don't expect stocks to get back to current levels for another decade. So now let's turn to gold and silver, which is normally where you rotate into to hide out when you're worried about a financial crisis. But They've had a really nice run so far this year and are, by at least one measure, extremely overbought. The Commitment of Traders report measures what the various players in the futures contract market for gold and silver are doing. And normally, when the speculators, that is hedge funds and individual investors, are really bullish, that's a bad sign because that means all the speculators who might be expected to buy have probably already bought. And so there's only downside from there. Meanwhile, the commercials who are the big banks and the fabricators, you know, the people who either have a huge amount of financial muscle behind them or actually want physical gold and silver to make things, they tend to be right at turning points. So when they're bearish, that means the price of gold and silver are likely to go down from there based on history. Now, in the charts that I've posted, when the red and blue areas converge, that is when they get closer together, that means speculators aren't especially bullish and the commercials aren't especially bearish. And that's usually a good sign. Usually gold and silver prices go up from there. When the red and blue areas expand on these charts or the colored area gets bigger, that means the opposite. That means that the speculators are really bullish and the commercials are really bearish. And historically, that's led to a a fairly sharp correction in gold and silver prices. Well, it's at historically high levels right now. In other words, the speculators have never been this bullish and the commercials have never been this bearish. So if history is any kind of a guide, then gold and silver are overbought and we should see a correction pretty soon. So now is not the time to jump in. So that implies that basically sell everything um, or at least don't buy anything right now. But of course, that would be too simple. Remember the caveat from the title of this podcast. Maybe things are different this time around. For instance, in the, in the case of equities, the rest of the world is such a huge mess with negative interest rates and financial crises everywhere you look. And that's causing a lot of terrified capital from China and Europe and Russia and many other places to flow into the U.S. And that money has to go somewhere. Some of it's going into equities, which explains in part the really high valuation for U.S. equities right now. People are willing to pay up in order to participate in what they perceive to be a fairly safe capital market. Because the crises around the world are, in a lot of cases, just getting started, you know, China has taken on so much debt in the last five or six years that it would be really shocking if they got out of all that debt without some kind of a crisis. So since the crisis hasn't happened yet, it may be coming. And that could cause even more money to flow into the U.S. Europe has a bunch of political turmoil involving political parties getting a lot of votes who are anti-Euro, anti-EU, and and basically want to replicate the Brexit process within their own countries. So Austria, France, several other countries in, in Europe might have referenda or legislative action in the year ahead, which will throw the European system into turmoil and cause more money from there to flow into the U.S. So it could be that the bull market in equities has another leg up in the U.S. based on this historically unprecedented situation. Meanwhile, physical demand for gold and silver have never been this high. All the major mints of the world that sell gold and silver coins are selling record amounts of them now because individuals are 
rightfully terrified by what they're seeing around the world, and they're buying gold and silver coins as protection. Meanwhile, China and Russia and India are at the governmental level buying huge amounts of gold and silver. So they're taking a lot of it off the market. And it's possible that physical demand for gold and silver just steamrolls the futures market in the U.S., and leads to basically the opposite effect from where we are now. And in other words, instead of gold and silver being overbought and the futures markets causing them to go down, it could be that physical demand forces the big banks and others who are short precious metals right now to cover at pretty much any cost. So you get a short squeeze that sends precious metals through the roof. And that's also possible. That's why this is such a tough time to be managing money, because you've got these really, really big cross currents out there, any one of which could cause something major to happen. Maybe it's uh, the repetition of a historical pattern in which the markets trade according to a historical pattern where fundamentals that in the past have pointed to changes in price levels play out again in the same way. Or maybe it's something unprecedented, something new, because we're screwing up on such a scale that it changes the way the world works. And it's hard to know which one of those is true. So I, I wish I could be more definitive, but I think it's important that we understand that we're in a really unusual time and that almost certainly something big is coming. And the problem is that it's hard to know what kind of big thing is coming. From here, equities are sensitive to crises in the sense that they go down when there's turmoil in general. And so the downside risk in equities today is much, much greater than the downside risk is in precious metals because precious metals tend to go up during crises. And if you assume that one of the things that we've changed about the world is that we've increased our propensity for crises, then gold and silver, even if they're overvalued in the short run, are still good long-term places to hide out, whereas equities might not be. So while it probably doesn't make sense to jump into precious metals with both feet, it probably still makes sense to dollar cost average to continue to add even at these prices. That to me seems like the single best piece of advice that anyone can give right now, which is to say, just stay the course, play the big trends, which are a growing propensity for financial crisis around the world. And do so by accumulating real assets a little at a time over time. Gold and silver will go to $5,000 an ounce and $100 an ounce respectively. So whatever you pay today, even if it's more than what you could have paid a year from now, is still going to look like a great price. Anyhow, more on this and lots of other things next week. Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.